What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have Corey Dillingham on today's episode. Corey, I'm just going to toss it at you. Start wherever you'd like. Hi. Um, well, thank you for having me on your show. This is super exciting. Um, so I guess I'm here to talk about my loss. And uh, let's see. Well, we'll start with um, in August of last year. I found out I was pregnant with identical twin boys and um, everything was going really great. My pregnancy um, felt really good. I didn't really have any issues. I didn't have any morning sickness. Um, I was getting checked regularly about every other week because they were identical. It was a high risk pregnancy. Um, But again, i felt really nice and really good. And, um, I went to California, my partner and I went to California for Thanksgiving and we were there for, we were in California for about seven days and the whole week I was really sick. Um, I had migraines, I was nauseous and I had just gotten checked up about two days before we left for California to get the okay for me to go. Um, at this point I was about 24 weeks and the doctors were like, yeah, everything looks fine. So I felt really confident in going. And, um, but right when I got there, I felt really sick. And, uh, the day we were supposed to leave to go back home to Colorado, I was having contractions and I thought they were the Braxton Hicks contractions. I thought they were the false contractions. And um, about 4.30 in the morning, I started bleeding and I knew that wasn't right. Um, I started panicking and my partner and I hopped in the car and went to the nearest hospital um, just north of San Francisco. And I got into the hospital, they got me a room right away, and my water broke, and I knew that I was going to give birth to my boys then and there. Um, It was a really scary place for me to be because these doctors didn't know me, I didn't know them, this was not a birthing center, Um, so I had to wait for a whole team um, from San Francisco to come up and help with the birth. Um, So I ended up waiting for about an hour, maybe two hours even. Um, At this point, my contractions were about one minute apart. And um, finally the doctor showed up and moved me into a different room and um, gave birth. I gave birth to the first baby, that was Jackson. And what happened was my cervix uh, closed up after Jackson was out. And uh, that was very dangerous (laughs) 
Um, so they put me under to pull out baby B, who was Jude. Um, so I don't remember the second baby coming out because um, I was asleep, which was awful. Um, and about 10, 15 minutes later, I woke up in a different room with my partner, Bryce, sitting right next to me, holding Jude in his hands and letting me know that he had just passed away. Uh, and then I knew, I knew when Jude left, I knew Jackson would go um, shortly after because they were soulmates in my body. I felt them. They were very, they were soulmates. So um, I just knew that Jackson wasn't going to survive. And sure enough, the doctor came in and said, uh, Jackson isn't really thriving in the incubator and we can move him down to UCSF Children's Hospital, but he'll suffer severe brain damage. And uh, right away, Bryce and I looked at each other and said, you know, it just, no, we don't want that. And uh, we know this was the right choice, even though it was the hardest choice. And so Bryce went outside the room to say, say goodbye to Jackson. And um, I actually didn't see them. I didn't see my boys. I didn't hold them. I felt very disconnected. I felt very, uh, let's see, I thought, it, I thought I was living a nightmare, really. Um, I couldn't believe what was happening. Um, and about a few hours after that, we left the hospital. And the next day, we were on a plane back to Colorado. Um, and that morning, too, the next morning, we had to, you know, figure out arrangements for the boys. And um, we had them cremated together. But that in itself was very traumatic and uh, really, really sad. Really, really sad. So, yeah, it's just been, um, how was that plane ride? It was the worst plane ride. I can, uh, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah. When we got With a on, bunch of strangers, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right when I got to the airport, I was still crying. And when we went through security, I was crying. And when we sat down, waited for our plane, I was crying. It was, I, uh, it was so, I was so raw and I got on the plane and there was a baby next to us and I just cried the whole oh, way. Goodness. Yeah, it was, it was, was everyone like staring at you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And but I knew that I, I knew that we needed to go back to Colorado. I, you know, I just, I couldn't stay in California. I already have this weird feeling with California. That's why I moved. And so kind of for me, like being in my mom's house, I just was like, I just need to leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just need to go. And uh, yeah, it was terrible. It was a terrible event. So where are you guys at right now? 
So we are um, in Colorado. We were in Lyons, but we are currently in Greeley. We're just in a transition phase. Okay. Um, we're not sure where we're going to end up, but we're hoping to stay in Colorado. That's for sure. We love it here. So, okay. But yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh I tend to laugh at like, like yeah the worst situations you know what same. I mean <laughs> same <laughs> it's weird it's like a, a like a mechanism you know like kind of yeah. just laugh through the grief or anger or whatever and yeah it's I've cried many tears you know I've been angry and yeah laughing is just like what the heck <laughs> you know? what what has been like your way to cope um, so I, um, I'm a yoga teacher. And so when I got pregnant, I was really not able to do a lot of yoga stuff. Um, I kind of felt uncomfortable in my body. Uh, but after I gave birth and came home, all I wanted to do was yoga. So, um, I started doing that again and I am now a part of the grief support network in Boulder and they do yoga therapy for grief. And so I have done a few of their programs to help me during this process. And I really believe that we tend to hold all of our emotions in our bodies, um, especially in our hips. And um, the only way through that is to go inward. And so I have found that yoga has been a very therapeutic tool for me and meditation. And I also um, started my little business. I make mala necklaces. Um, so they're not just necklaces. You meditate with them. Um, and I donate percentage to um, children's hospitals. So, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I've, I have really tried to tap into my creativity and again, start moving my body and um, doing things that I know make me feel good. Um, mm -hmm. Even though at times like I don't feel good, I know that if I get on my mat, I'm, I'm able to center myself and let go of whatever I need to maybe cry or scream or whatever. But um, yeah, yoga has been the most therapeutic tool for me. So what are they called? Mala necklaces? Yeah, that, mala necklaces. Yeah. So what, what's like the kind of like the theory behind it? Just curious because yeah, like I'm yeah. totally into that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I guess they started like a while ago um, back in India. They, it's kind of like um use them as like a meditation. So you chant with them. So you have like a mantra. So okay. they all have 108 beads. And um, again, 108, that number is just known in that um, yoga world, in that, that Indian world. Um, and you have like a mantra saying, I am free or I'm confident or I am present or um, whatever it is. And you touch every single bead during your meditation. So you'll touch one bead and say, I'm confident. And then go to the next bead, I'm confident. And you keep saying it until you hit the guru bead, which is the very end of the necklace. And that's just like closing your meditation. Um, you can go back around the opposite way if you'd like. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of another, again, therapeutic tool that people yeah. used for several yeah. years. Um, and that's so world. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I did a lot of meditation during my, my infertility journey and my losses and whatnot. Yeah. And I've kind of fallen out of it, but I definitely need to get back into it because it was, it was a way for me to cope as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's great. Me. That's really it's, cool. Yeah. And that's great now, that it's you too. During yeah, your now, I didn't have a necklace, but I need one. Yeah. So I'm going to go buy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, if somebody wants to find you and yeah. you know, reach out or even your business, where could they do so? Yeah, they can find me um, on my Instagram. It's Corey, C-O-R-Y, Marie, M-A-R-I-E. And then three more E's. So okay. <laughs> Corey Marie with four E's really. Um, or my website is peaceloveandcrafty.com. Okay. And oh, that's um, cute. Yeah. And that's where I sell my necklaces. That's where I blog about my journey. Um, you can also find me on Facebook through there um, at Peace Love and Crafty. Um, and I love to connect. So, um, I, you know, I'm being a yoga teacher that connection is really important for me and also sharing my stories really been healing and important um so yeah I'm gonna link your Instagram and your website on the description of this episode um so you guys reach out check out her necklaces I think that that's just like such a cool unique idea and I love that you give back to mm-hmm. children's hospitals as well um, thank you so much. I always ask at the end of every episode, if you had one piece of advice for somebody in a similar situation, what would it be? Mm. Um, don't give up. I know that miscarriage, infant loss, um, it's a really unique kind of grief and um, it can be very heavy in the moments. And I can tell you that that the grief does change. Um, I mean, looking back on my journey almost a year ago, it'll be a year on November 26th. And um, I just think, wow, I was in such a dark place in December and January. I mean, I didn't move from my bed not once. And, um, you know, now I'm starting to get up and do more things and teaching yoga again and getting out there. Um, So I just, yeah, I want to say that it changes, that grief changes and that you won't be stuck there forever, even though it feels like that in the moments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's Absolutely. Really <laughs> yeah. No, now it, where, so what are you guys, are you guys still trying or? Yeah, we are. So we're, we're hoping, you know, it's, um, it's such a crazy journey. I mean, when we wanted to get pregnant the first time, it wasn't very easy, you know, yeah. and um, it took us only, it took us I don't know, like four or five months, but, um, it definitely wasn't like the first try of like, oh, yay. Uh, so now we are starting to try again and we're hoping crossing our fingers. And, um, I, I know that it'll happen in the right timing. So Mm -hmm. we're hopeful. 
good. Yeah, yeah. well, best of luck, and you'll have Thank to keep you. me posted. I and um, hopefully we can do an update episode with you at some point. So I appreciate you for jumping on and sharing your story, and I'm going to go check out your mala necklaces. <laughs> Thanks, Shelly. I appreciate it, and I look yeah. forward to talking to you again. Yeah, it sounds good. Thank you. All right. See so you. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.